Welcome, everyone, to the 929 English Podcast. And today we have a special treat. We have the one and only Donnie Zoltan. And what a treat it is, because this podcast is going to discuss um, what members of our community did when they were when they realized the um, the depth of what the COVID pandemic was doing to New York and to our community. And I think of all, literally of all the people in New York, Donnie really represents someone who decided I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something about it. So Donnie, why don't you start? Why don't you tell us what you did when you realized that COVID was no joke? Okay. Uh, firstly, thank you for having me, Rabbi. Um, I'm, I'm honored that you asked me. Um, I mean, like, like everyone else um, at, at the beginning of COVID, I was, you know, just just by myself. Uh, I mean, most people were in their houses and, and apartments, right? March, April, May. Um, but as you know, I, I own a comedy club not not far away from where I live, so I was able to escape to stand up New York, and, and I spent a lot of time in the bar by myself, and while my while my wife and kids were at home. It was, it was, I sort of turned it into my my own man cave, and it was it was a strange time. I, you know, just being alone for for three months gave me a lot of time to think and reflect. I've, I've owned this club for twelve years, and it's been nonstop shows every single night, multiple shows a night, and it, it's chaotic deal, dealing with customers every day and comics and operations of the club. So just to have uh, those three months just to myself and just me and the venue, I'm, I'm grateful for that personally. It gave me a lot of time to, to think and reflect. And and then I guess when the weather was, was turning warmer, um, I, I was tired of just sitting still. And I really wanted to be creative again and get out there and, and try to keep comedy going. And I started meeting up with comics and parks. Uh, I, I remember it was probably early June or late May. I, I went downtown and I spent some time with a bunch of comics in, in a park in the West Village. And they, they were all going crazy being in their apartments. Comics love to perform. For a lot of comics, it's the only thing that that fulfills them. So, I I guess from that day on, I, I just wanted to make my mission during COVID just to put shows together and and get comics working again. And we we organized a show in Sheep Meadow in Central Park. And tell us a little bit, Donnie. What was the law? What were the rules that? You weren't you weren't allowed to have even outdoor gatherings. You you weren't allowed to have anything. Uh, you weren't allowed to have people congregate in parks. So uh, you you couldn't even get a permit. The city weren't giving out permits for people to get together in parks. So it was considered unsafe by the city, uh, e even if it was something outdoors. But I I just went ahead and, and 
did it anyways. That's sort of. So tell us a little bit about what that what that experience of going ahead and doing it and getting the publicity you got. How 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 did you feel about all that? What happened and how did you feel about all that? I mean, the first first show we did in, in Central Park, we had fifty people come. We had six comics, and comics were just yelling into the microphone. Uh, they didn't even have material. They were just so happy to to be out there performing again. And and it felt great uh, to see Upper West Siders coming out for the first time after three months of being indoors, laughing again, and 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 just being out there enjoying their lives and and the weather was beautiful. So I saw the joy that everyone was having from that first comedy show in the park where I said, I want to, I want to do 50 shows a week. I said, and everyone on my team thought I was crazy and we, we did it. You know, we produced over 500 outdoor comedy shows during, during the summer. Uh, We, we did shows in, two shows in Central Park, one on the Upper West Side, one on the Upper East Side. We did Battery Park City. We did Prospect Park, McCarran Park, uh, Astoria Park. Uh, it was Saturdays. We were doing nine to 10 shows just on Saturdays alone. Um, it was it was just an amazing experience. Um, the New York Times said like we were the largest comedy producer in the world during COVID. <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm, I'm very happy, you know, I feel like, I feel like we made an impact and, and, and we kept comics, uh, happy and performing and we paid them for every set and, but it's more than that. I mean, what you did for comedy was great. What you did for the comics was great, but you actually decided at some point, I'd love to hear from you when that was that what you were doing was good for New York city. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the city. I've, I've been here since I'm 14 years old. Uh, I moved from the Five Towns to 18th Street between 5th and Broadway uh, right before I started high school. And right, right when I moved to, to Flatiron, like I, I never wanted to move back to the suburbs. I really love the city. I love walking around all neighborhoods. And it's it's just the energy is like no other place in the world. And... During COVID, it was just a very depressing time. Like none of us have ever seen uh, what was going on here during COVID ever in our lives. I mean, I remember, you know, that March, April, May on Broadway in the 70s, there was no one out, especially past like seven or eight o'clock at night. It was it was just a very strange experience to see nobody. And I, I hate I hated seeing the city this way. And there were a lot of people leaving the city. Uh, I felt that there weren't a lot of influential people really stepping up to support the city. Uh, everyone, I guess it was sort of new for everyone. So even like those people that's usually outspoken about the city and how much they love it, I feel like they were sort of quiet also. And everyone everyone just stayed home and, and kept quiet. And, you know, they, they would go on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, and do like live performances, some of these entertainers. But I thought like the live in-person experience was really important to keep going. And, and that's why. Who was the first celebrity who reached out to you? The first celebrity or politician who reached out to you? Oh, man. Um, I mean, <laughs> you, you know, 
I've been in touch with de Blasio's team. <laughs> you know, he's not. He's not Were they supportive or you got pushback? No, he's been, he actually, he, he wants to do a comedy set here. Really? Yeah. We, we actually wrote him. Uh, he asked me, the mayor asked me to uh, get a comic to prepare five minutes of material for him. Cause he wants to perform. Wow. Perform and it's so in, when's that going to happen? We're waiting on a date. It's supposed to be in July this month. Uh, but he, I know he's been practicing. Are you going to do it at the club or are you going to do it yeah. outdoors? We're going to do it at the club. Uh, the mayor, you know, expressed how, you know, he really admires what we did during COVID, even if it was not legal. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> that's he, pretty good. That's, that's why, that's, you know, he's a lame duck. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he's very aware of what, we, of what we were doing, of our shows in the parks, of our shows on the subways every Saturday night. He was very aware of it and he loves it. And he thinks, you know, it, it brought out the spirit of New York. And that's why he wants to do stand up in our club because of what we did. So that's great. It's actually yeah. you brought up something that I wanted to bring up, and that is the idea that you did that you did um, shows on the subway. I mean, amazing. I think if I if I had to kind of boil down everything that you did, you know, and all the amazing thing that you did, you captured New York. You had an amazing ability. I mean, like you said, you've been here since you're 14. You love New York. You're bringing up your children here in New York. This is your city. But you get it. You knew New York. You knew exactly what New York needed, and you knew exactly how to do it. How many people out there are there who would have thought to do a comedy show on the subway? I mean, it's so brilliant, but then you say it's so New York. It was very New York. Uh, we, we did it all throughout the winter uh, because when, when it started getting cold here and we couldn't do outdoor shows anymore, there were a few weeks where, I mean, we were so busy doing shows in the parks, and then we were, you know, we were like, what do we do now? You know, it's too cold. And there was a few weeks where we were like stuck and trying to figure out what to do next. And I just had the idea, let's do, let's do a show. Let's take over the last car of the subway and let's turn into a comedy club. And I thought, I thought it was a little, um, you know, I didn't think it was going to last. I thought we were going to do it once or twice and move on. But we, we turned the last car into a comedy club uh, on the one train. We would take it from 72nd and Broadway down to South Ferry and then cross over and come back up down to 72nd Street. And again, yeah, it was very New York. It was very random. Um, I mean, we, I mean, it was like a class trip. We all met in front of Bloomingdale's on 72nd and Broadway. We had like 15 or 20 people, audience members, plus six comics. And then, you know, when at seven o'clock, when everyone was there, we would all walk down together. Like police would like in the subway would turn around like what's what's happening here. And we, we they we, loved it. Yeah, it was it was really cool. People brought drinks, you know, bottled uh, like canned wine people would bring. Right. And it was such a random New York experience uh, that I don't think we'll ever see again. And just well, the, that's yeah, just this the unexpected moments also are the best that that occurred during a comedy show because a comic's performing in front of 15 or 20 people and we stop at 42nd street and then just a stranger walks on to the train and he sees a comedy show going on we have our stand-up new york signage he like he's he he's wondering what's going on so the the material that comes from the comic in those moments are are really amazing also 
it's, it's amazing. So I guess we could talk about this forever and this stuff is fascinating and you can read about it in the newspaper. I guess my last question to you, Donnie, is how do you think the experience of COVID is going to change New York and New Yorkers? How do you think what you did, the initiative, the creativity, the kind of out of the boxness, if I could paraphrase the to hell with the law and the police and Cuomo and de Blasio and all those people we're going to do. We know better what's good for New York City. How do you think that's going to change New York City? We're about to have a new mayor. You know, there's going to be a new feeling. You know, did you reach out to um, to, to 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 Mayor elect Adams yet? Is he is he is he coming to the club also? Yeah, I had a call with his chief of staff yesterday. Oh, you did. So you're ready. So how's New York going to be different because of things that you did? I mean, I, I, I think there's good things and bad things that, that obviously happened. Uh, it's been sad seeing a lot of storefronts uh, empty. A lot of a lot of businesses have shut down and I don't think uh, the city's given them enough support during COVID to stay open. But at the same time, a lot of innovation came out of COVID. Uh, a lot of businesses uh, that were like us that were forced to think outside the four walls to try to keep the business going. And, and we were successful at that. Uh, I, we never thought about that during COVID. We were very focused on, we have 120 seats. We, we got to fill it to make money and sell drinks. But then for 13 months, we were shut down. But I'm not going to give up and close the business. I'm like, we got to keep this going. And it really just expanded uh my vision for what we could be. Um, we're doing shows in LA now every week. I don't think we would have done that before COVID. So I'm not really- Are you more that. full in the club now every night than you ever were? I mean, not not yet, just because there's no tourists in town yet. Um, it's gonna be, you feel that it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we've really made a name for ourselves. Uh, we were sort of, you know, you might not have noticed, but uh, you know, we were sort of like sleepy, like stagnant before COVID. Um, what we did during COVID, I think, changed comics' uh, perception of us and, and what we can do. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy that, that we were able to do that. Like, we're sort of you're like... Not only, yeah, you're not only changed what comics think and what comedy clubs think. I think you, you think you change what the way New Yorkers think. And it's funny because... New Yorkers always think we're the most creative, we're the most out of the box, we're the most to hell with everybody else, we know better. But in the end, during COVID, I think everybody was paralyzed. Even you admit that at the beginning you were paralyzed. But the yeah. ability to say, listen, I'm gonna move above that paralysis and we're gonna make a difference. I wanna tell you that there are a lot of people out there saying, we wanna be like, Danny's, like Donnie's old dad. We wanna be, you know, we, we're, we're willing to think out of the box now. We don't have to be within those four walls anymore. And I think we all deserve, you know, a, a tremendous sense of gratitude to you and to your to your chutzpah. That's it. <laughs> you have chutzpah in the best sense of the term chutzpah. And, you know, that really, I think, made a difference. And if all New Yorkers gained a little bit of chutzpah, because we read about you every morning in the newspaper, <laughs> I think that itself is worth everything so thank you Dottie. thank you for all that you did for new york thank you for being a model of what a new yorker can do during a crisis and we're looking forward to your continued success and to a lot of great things and you know it won't be long before we have mayor donnie's old man out there running and we're all voting for you 
So thanks a lot, Donnie. Appreciate I need, I need, it. I'm looking forward. Eight years. I need eight years. Thank you, Rabbi. We got it. You got it. We're ready to go. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.